0: Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Bagging Boardcast. It's number 152, but it's our annual Christmas special. I'm Chris. I'm John. And you're... I'm Happy
1: Paul. Holidays, Paul! <laughs> is that what I said? That's what you said last year. Or one <laughs> of the years that we've we've made a callback to it every year.
0: Really? That's our callback this year. <laughs> I don't we've remember done, that.
2: This is our third Christmas special. We've been doing this Christmas specials for four years. We, we did not get to complete the
1: third
0: one. Second
1: yeah. one, was it? Oh yeah, this this is the second, second one. That was going to
0: be the Pee Wee's yeah, Christmas.
1: Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas. But, uh, we hope to make up with
2: it from last year's because that was amazing, and we hope this one is equally as enjoyable and filthy and amazing.
0: It's fun. It is fun. But in addition to Christmas specials, we also come at you in three ways every single week.
2: The first being
1: the Week Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. The next is The List, the books we're looking forward to coming out December 26th.
0: And I have to say, I'm excited for The List this week because we're buying almost every single comic book coming out. Almost. Because it's Christmas week, so they're really not putting out too many books. Mm -hmm. But you'll find out what we're buying when we do The List. And after that, we do our main topic, which this year is our special presentation of Bag and Board Carol. We spent hours writing and perfecting this. Days. Days. It was days. <laughs> I
1: think we got together like five or six days to write this. Uh, and this
0: is, this is the best we could come up with. So sorry. But, Paul came up with something that's the best and we have it every year. This is a tradition.
2: This is, uh, my family's custard eggnog recipe. On the very first Christmas special, I shared the recipe with all our great listeners, uh, episode number 22. It is the penultimate, uh, episode that is on the iTunes, so. And that will never drop off. That is something that we're going to keep. Episode nine and episode twenty-two, and our Christmas specials will always be on our iTunes
3: feed. So.
1: Those are the shows I'm most proud of. Yeah, those are the
2: hey, we the worked that, the hardest on
3: those. People like no. I, we might
0: not work the hardest on them, but they're the ones that have just clicked and fit. So check those out if you haven't already.
3: Yeah.
1: they're the ones like which <clears> I <throat> listen to your show. You should check out our
2: Christmas specials, because they're great. Also, the one where we interviewed uh, Marcus Toe yeah. up in Toronto. I I like that one. Any of like our it.
0: Comic-Con. Yeah,
2: the one up ones. in Boston. It's really good. Which um, yeah.
0: they just have the guest list posted for Boston this year. It's August, or not August, I'm sorry, April 20th and 21st. It's a Saturday and Sunday again, and there's some pretty decent guests. So I, I'm going to say look forward to that, because I'm 90% sure that we will go.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I just want to try to figure out how to make uh, our our studio more mobile, so we don't get all that background noise, and I'm I'm figuring that out right now. So I'm tinkering. This
4: is
0: this is inside baseball stuff. Yeah. I think we sound fine still, all considering right. all the noise that's going on there.
1: Yeah, you still get to hear us, and you you can tell that we're on location. Yeah, it's part of the experience. Things are popping and snapping. And it's
2: popping and snapping, just like the news.
1: Great segue. You're you're welcome.
2: Uh, well, what did you? We talked about this eggnog before. I don't know. No, yeah. We, we, no, we yeah, talked about
1: man. it. I like What's having it. What's funny is it always works out that Paul is on drinks for the Christmas specials. Yeah, it just
0: kind of falls that way. Yeah,
1: we, there's no
2: meandering
1: or We did meander either. this one, and I don't remember the past years, but you always did it, mm-hmm. so.
0: I I like having this here because we do a lot of voices for the Christmas special, and this is just like that nice, it coats the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. It's almost need a little bit more rum, and it'd be like a lozenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do have more Moment rum. We, now I have to go to work after this. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this uh, episode. I think the earliest we've ever recorded an episode. It's yeah, it's, except it's,
2: for the ones that we've been at like panels. And
0: yeah, sta- or yeah, or on yeah. yeah, the I, road. But
1: at, the, at, the, at that time, I don't find those really our show. You know, yeah. recording it. Sh- it's a segment for our show. But yeah, I mean, we came over. We we just had breakfast. <laughs> we did a read through, and, and we're drinking. Yep,
2: <laughs> as it should be. All is right with the world. And uh, some people might think Paul is right with the world with Gail Simone being the the writer for Batgirl again. uh, Starting with, I believe, issue 20. Uh, It's no hoax, she posted on her Twitter, uh, that apparently it's Ray Fox is only doing fill-in for issues 18 and 19, and she'll be back.
0: I was surprised to see this. Um, I was actually kind of looking forward to maybe someone else jumping on the book. Right. That would make me want to check it out. Um, I wasn't going to pick up the two Ray Fox issues just because they, they were filling. Yeah. I, if they had like a new writer come on, I'd be like, okay, I'd give it a shot because I've read a few issues of Batgirl here and there and it just, it hasn't grabbed me at all. And I, I think I've given it a decent a fair amount. Shake. Of, like, mm-hmm. I'll give comics three issues before I'm done with it. And I read the first issue. I read the second one. Read the, uh, Night of the Owls. Mm hmm. And then I flipped through the, uh, the Joker one, the Joker one, and there, it just didn't do anything for me. I know she does have a fan following. We've talked about her just when they announced that she was off the book. She's a solid writer, mm-hmm. but there's just something about Batgirl doesn't get me.
2: Yeah, except if it was Stephanie Brown Batgirl. No, if it
0: was Stephanie Brown Batgirl, I would probably pick it up more. I'm just not a big Barbara Gordon fan, I guess.
2: If Brian Q. Miller came back to write Barbara Gordon, would you? I would try it out. Because she, he was writing Barbara Gordon as Oracle during that Stephanie Brown run, yeah, and that book was half, half and half basically.
0: I would check it out. I don't know if it's something I would continue to buy, but I would get, I would dip my toe in.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah,
0: I don't know. Everyone stopped and looked at
1: well, me. Well, I, I, I just wanted to know if you had yeah. anything to uh, <laughs> you know i I don't know all the dynamics working in it, but I kind of would be like. I wouldn't want to jump back in it if they had kicked me off of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden been like, throw a stink, people threw a stink, and then be like, oh, you can have it back. We're just going to have them do a couple issues. Mm-hmm. I kind of be like, you know what, I'm done with it. I don't know if that's just me, but. No, I, I just was... the
0: principle of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she likes doing the book. I know she likes being at DC.
2: Yeah, she was very gracious when, you know, she's like, uh, I want to thank everybody for giving me the chance on it and everything, and now she's even more thankful that the fans came out to support her, and she's thankful for DC for
1: giving her another go at it. I think she's going to come in and really raise the bar on it. Like, alright, they want to kick me off of it? This is what I'm going to bring. It's
0: going to be interesting to see what happens, because it's a decent-selling book, Mm -hmm. but it's not great.
2: Yeah, because Gail Simone worked well with Secret Six, where she could just go batshit crazy. Yeah, Yeah. And also Deadpool. A lot of people liked her Deadpool run. And, you know, Welcome to Tranquility, where it was her own book, and she could do whatever she wanted. And I think in the Bat Family, especially with all these crossovers, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a really a fair shake. Well, she did Birds of Prey, which also had didn't tie much into the rest of the Bat Family. It was kind of more of its own standalone. Yeah. I don't know if this book is the best one to have Gail Simone on, honestly. You know, she's doing a... Good job. I, I enjoyed the Batgirl stuff that I read from her so far. Now, I've been the one picking up the books. Yeah, that that has I've, been that reading. i been flipping through. So, uh, but you know, I I, I kind of miss that kind of bat, crazy gone bananas Gail Simone book.
1: Yeah, and I'm surprised that like, what is it? Birds of Prey isn't because she's doing that book too, right?
0: No. no, no, she's not. Okay,
2: Mark Silvestri was doing it. All right, uh,
0: Dwayne Szerinski.
2: Dwayne Szerinski. D- D- That's
0: yeah, Marcel Lesri reason artist. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a name. The S with the
2: Z's in it and the Y's. I
0: don't know, I'd I'd like to see this book do well. I would like to see this be like, oh man, this is something that I need to pick up. I think it's going to be sad if it just kind of continues to not languish because it's always in like the top twenty five. I mm-hmm. think, just, but it's like a middling book. I'd like to see it do well. I'd like to see it perform. I'd like to and see it be, be a great book.
1: Really, be it, its own kind of. I I think
0: it'll be sad if it just continues to kind of hang out and drop down because then it's like, there's this fan outcry about Gail being pushed off the book. Mm -hmm. Where are those fans? Why is nobody picking this up?
1: It's still, it's, well, they're a vocal minority that
0: are picking up the book. Yeah.
1: Still pretty, you know, still top 20 book, you know, so there is that outcry out there for it. I don't know. It's just me, though. Yeah. It's I, not like the
2: old Wonder Woman outcries that would happen, but nobody was buying the Yeah, book. yeah exactly. You know? Uh, more shakeup at DC. Well, a vote of confidence is basically coming for Bob Harris. He's getting basically a raise. He's going from just editor-in-chief of DC to vice president and editor-in-chief uh, of DC Comics. I, I guess of DC Entertainment, you would call it now. Um... Which I think is just a, that exactly, just a vote of confidence. They see what has happened, how he handled the new Fifty Two. Apparently, they liked how he's handled it. They, you know, increased sales numbers. So it's kind of like a good job pat on the back, and here has some more responsibility. Yeah,
1: yeah. It took what it took DC or I took Marvel
0: redoing all of theirs
1: and having the Marvel now number ones to push them really out of that top top ten, right? Yeah, I think the only Marvel's thing back on
0: top. They've been there for
1: mm-hmm. a, like the past couple months now since Even they now. started doing the The Marvel now. the Marvel now, yeah. I think the only thing that's, that makes sure that it stays is the bat <laughs> Scott Snyder's Batman.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
4: and just is <laughs> <it's> like
2: it's <coughs> the top ten also. Now. Excuse
0: me. So Yeah, all they uh also announced some stuff over at Vertigo too. They've been mm-hmm. restructuring over there after uh Karen Berger. Karen Berger left. Berger. Uh Shelley Bond's been promoted to it's not like the executive editor, but it's like the vice president editor or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a weird corporate structure. We talked about that yeah, before, but um, she's been a long-time editor over at Vertigo, so now she's kind of stepping up, and there are a couple of other people from D.C. taking over roles at Vertigo, too. I don't have names in front of me. I honestly forgot about it until Paul brought up Bob Harris, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Stuff happening at Vertigo, too. So, it, they are still supporting it. It's not like one of those things where they're just going to kind of let it fall mm-hmm. off. Like, I was kind of afraid of when mm-hmm. they announced God uh, Burger.
2: yeah, we we talked about that at length about what we feel Vertigo should be and why Vertigo is important uh, in last week's episode. So
0: I don't want to rehash that whole discussion. Yeah, no, I'm fine with living it as it is.
2: Anything else new,
0: guys? Got Slow Newsweek. Got nothing. No,
1: I don't. Did you want to talk about the Wolverine rumor?
0: Yeah.
2: Which is a rumor, which is true.
1: Yeah, it's it something that was announced a while ago that people were saying that um, that they think that Jean Grey is going to make an appearance in the new Wolverine First Class. What is it called? Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. Origins two? two. Second Origin. Um, and and in an, and in an interview, um, Hugh Jackman let us slip that one of the X Men from the previous trilogy. Uh, we'll be making an appearance. So, those rumors may be really true that it is going to be Gene Gray, Femke jansen <laughs>
0: well, Makes sense.
2: But uh, what is actually true is Hugh Jackman has signed on to do Bryan Singer's X Men First Class: Days of Future Past. Yeah,
1: which you can't have. You, you can't have that movie without Wolverine. But
0: it depends what they do with the Days of Future Past because you could. Have it without him if you're doing something completely different. So it that could just would be a title for it, you know. Yeah. It couldn't be the same story.
2: X F C D O F P.
0: That's a terrible X-Men shorthand
2: name. First class days of future past. Exido.
0: Sorry, calling it Exido.
2: Well, that you're dropping out the first class then.
0: Oh, uh, Exido.
2: Let's just it's hope it doesn't suck. Yeah. It's a really long name for a movie.
0: Yeah. It's I got, nice. I got nothing else. Yeah. Throw this over to you guys to segue, or throw someone else into the hat.
2: There's no way that any movie theater anywhere is going to put up that entire name on their little screen the with market. their.
0: Oh no, you're just going to see X-Men. <laughs> yeah, that's all it's, it's going to be. Just going to
2: say X-Men. And
1: that's all I got for you. Then the
0: X is going to blow away, and she's going to say men. Men.
1: Speaking of men. I'm looking forward to the Aquaman Aquaman number fifteen coming out on uh December twenty sixth. It's time for the list. And John's he, doing the list. He did it. Jeff Johns, huh? Jeff Johns, I've been I've been reading this. Ivan Reese. Is he still? Uh Ivan Reese, I believe, is not doing this story arc? Story arc. Um, with the last two issues. I think he's been off because he's doing something else with Jeff Johns. Um but yeah, I, I forget the the artist's name right now, and I'm not gonna look it up when we do it. But uh, it's a big crossover. It's
0: early. We talked about this. <laughs> uh,
1: it, it's a big cross. Starting the big crossover between Aquaman and uh, Justice League book. Or is he Throne doing Atlantis? Is he doing yeah.
2: the um? GSA. GSA book with the Society of America. I believe so. With
1: Johns. I, I honestly
0: I haven't been paying attention to uh, solicitation stuff. I just if it's a book that I buy or I'm interested in I've been ordering it, I've kind of just stopped paying attention to that.
1: Because yeah. I know there
0: were rumors of Ivan Rice going on to uh Justice League with the Chef Johns.
1: Yeah, because I know I know he's off of that. Because I was looking at it and it's like, boy, this book looks different. It looks pretty good. Not <laughs> to say not to say it looks different. I there's definitely a different uh style between them. I like I like uh Ivan Rice's mm-hmm. art especially on Aquaman like it fit it looked good. But uh but yeah, I was like, "Oh, this this is different. It looks it looks good. Like it's not a bad-looking book." You could tell it was different.
0: And I'm actually picking up the sister book to that during this crossover the Throne of Atlantis. I'm picking up Justice League John always buys Aquaman, I always buy Justice League. The fact that the story's going back and forth between those two works out well because we don't have to buy extra books now to get that full story. Yeah, kind mm. And we live together. So. Stick with your regular pull list, and we're good.
2: I think that's the one uh real marquee moment for DC for the New 52. They finally realized, hey, let's not do those breakout, like, oh, Blackest Night starts here with Blackest Night number one, and then read Green Lantern and do back and forth. Let's do it like they did for Green Lantern, Semester Core War, which is just, but they did break that out too. With they America. had the,
0: like, Tales of the Lanterns, yeah. but you didn't have to mm-hmm. pick that up, but it adds depth.
2: It's, it's smart. They, they've made their monthly books the events again, instead of making event books and then doing, making your monthlies the unimportant tie-in
0: issues. I mean, Court of the Owls, they did that. Mm-hmm. They're doing it now in the Superman books with the Hell on Earth thing that's coming out between all the Superman titles. So they're
2: doing it with Justice League and Aquaman and they're doing it again with Batman with Death of a Family. So.
0: Yeah. And, that's yeah. a way to get me to read your books. Yeah. Because I'm already reading half of them. Yeah, you <laughs> are yeah. It's like
1: it's it's smart. I'm I not think gonna... we just had what, you guys just picked up like one extra book for the Death of the Family?
2: I picked up Batgirl because I was interested in seeing what gelsman was doing with it.
1: Yeah, and we and you were
2: Already I, I,
0: I, I already buy Teen Titans, so Nightwing, yeah. Yeah.
2: Red Hood and the Outlaws. You pick up, so yeah. Batman and Robin. We, I, yeah, John buys Batman. I and buy Robin. yeah. We don't pick up Dark Knight. No. no. Did, or, did that have a
0: time detective, detective comics? Yeah. I think so. I think they were taking place. I don't know.
2: Not a big fan kind of the cast cover.
0: No. No. no I think it's, for it. it's it, cool. I
2: feel like it's going to get ripped off. Like it'll yeah. just like tear off the page. When I was right
0: seen. about that when I was uh flipping through it
2: and uh yeah uh the book i'm gonna pick up because i'm going to go on wednesday because i'm going to be at work uh the day after christmas so i'm just going to drive down during my lunch to my comic book shop like i often do uh and i'm going to pick up uh, brian wood's Marrow number one uh from image comics because honestly there's not much else out so and i'm not really interested. and you're a brian wood fan now i'm a brian wood fan I'm going to give it a shot. It's a number one. I think it might be interesting.
1: Are you still reading his X-Men? Yes. It's been good.
4: Solid. consistent.
2: I've liked the dynamic of having Storm lead her own team. That was in going against Cyclops. I'm still interested. I don't think they've really covered uh, the, the after effects of the whole A versus X yet. Which is good. It's it's kind of like its own thing, so I'm not going to yeah, worry about it. I, I, that's <laughs> because in the last two months, it's been those crossovers between Domino and uh, Daredevil, Dare Dare which were really fun.
1: Oh, th- I didn't even realize that was Brian Wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that was great.
2: Might have been filling and not written yeah. by Brian Wood, but, but it's the Brian Wood
0: book. book
1: yeah. Oh, good. Well, there we go.
0: And as we discussed, it's time for our annual Christmas special, Bagden cast presents to you a Bagden board carol
3: chapter 1 lion marley was dead to begin with there is no doubt whatsoever about that not dead in the respect of a superman or a life model decoy old marley was as dead as a doornail which came to a shock to many who walk through the doors of s m comics That partial namesake Marley, while no longer present, somehow lingered. It wasn't to honor the long dead. It was more the fact that Scrooge didn't wish to pay to have the sign changed, and S. Comics just didn't have the same kind of ring to it. While the name Marley hung around the shop long after his passing, the warmth he brought to the store cooled faster than Marley's own body. Scrooge brought no warmth and only a wintry weather chill with him as he entered and left the store each day. The door to Scrooge's back-issue room was always open, that he might keep an eye upon his part-time employee, Nick, who in a dismal little cell beyond was alphabetizing long boxes.
4: Hey, uh,
2: Merry Christmas, Uncle Scrooge! It's your nephew, Didio. And, uh, Happy Free Comic Book Day. And, uh, there's Green Lanterns and, uh, Red Lanterns. It's all very Christmassy. Ah, Free Comic Book Day indeed. Humbug. I'm pretty sure you don't mean that. Christmas and Free Comic Book Day. Bringing customers and, uh, the magic of the storytelling. Why should we give these away when we can sell them? They don't know anything about collecting. They don't know the smell of fresh mylar and backboarding. The man that can tell me the issue where Nightcrawler starts wielding a sword. Then they can have the right to buy this book. Bah! Every nincompoop that utters Merry Christmas should have their back broken or be raped on a space station. Hey, uh, don't be angry uncle. Come, dine with us tomorrow. We'll be watching the best of the X-Men film franchise. You know, X3 and the First Class for, uh, the holiday... But I gotta go. There's a Mets game. So, uh, Merry Christmas, Uncle.
3: As his nephew left the room without an angry word, he stopped at the outer door to bestow the greeting of the season on the clerk, who returned them cordially.
2: Hey, uh, Nick Gage. Hope you have the merriest of Christmas seasons that has ever been seasoned.
4: Oh, uh, thanks, man.
2: There's another loser. My seasonal help with $15 in store credit a week, reading his comic books and talking about a Merry Christmas. This keeps up all retired to Arkham.
3: As Scrooge's nephew Dan left, two other people entered. They were portly gentlemen, pleasant to behold, and now stood in Scrooge's shop. They had pamphlets and flyers in their hand and bowed to him. Scrooge
4: and Marley, we believe! Are we talking to Mr. Scrooge, or is it Marley?
2: (laughs) Mr. Marley has died seven years ago. He died seven years ago this very night.
4: Then you must be Scrooge. (laughs) We're collecting comic books.
3: Yeah, for the children's hospital. Do you have any? Yeah, have any?
2: (laughs) Are there no health pamphlets to read?
3: in no. the hospital?
2: <laughs> no! <laughs> then they have plenty to read! Good afternoon, gentlemen!
3: Seeing clearly that it would be useless to pursue their point, the gentlemen withdrew. Scrooge return- resumed his labors with an improved opinion upon himself, and in more facetious temper than was usual with him. At length, the hour of Shutting up the comic shop arrived. With an ill will, Scrooge dismounted from his stud and tacitly omitted the fact to the expectant, lonesome man in the back issue room, who instantly turned off the light and put on his hat. I suppose you'll want tomorrow off.
4: Diamond isn't even shipping comics. It's Christmas!
2: But there are still comics to alphabetize. A poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every twenty-fifth of December. But I suppose you must have the whole day. Be here all the earlier tomorrow morning.
3: Scrooge wasted no time getting home, for there was still daylight to be had, and slabbed comics to lave ashore in the posh basement belonging to his mother. Scrooge took his melancholy dinner of chicken nuggets and Cheetos in his usual melancholy manner over a lukewarm, unlined corona, pouring over Mantis, a highly underrated and appreciated TV show, fan fiction. As he delved further into the adventures of Dr. Miles Hawkins, he no longer imagined the graphite Adonis filling the exoskeleton, but instead his former partner, Marley. What happened next must have been a dream. For without pause, the door to his personal helm's deep was thrust open, followed by a strange smoke. Suddenly,
4: Scrooge wanted
3: more Cheetos. Mom,
4: I told you not to come down here. No, man, don't worry on nothing. I know him, Marley's
3: ghost,
2: the same face, the very same.
4: Though transparent, Scrooge
3: could still make out the form of a rasta lion, amidst a sea of black, red, and green. Marley's unkept dreadlocks wrapped around him, binding his arms to his chest, dragging behind him long locks of hair tangled amidst them, promotional green lantern rings and buttons adorned with the phrase, Who watches the watchman?
4: How now? What do you want with me? Oh, we got much to discuss, my brother, no doubt about it. Who are you? In life, I was your partner, co of s Comics, Bob Marley. You don't believe in me? I don't.
2: Anything can affect the memory. A breath of fear toxin from the Scarecrow. A brush with a Mad Hatter's haberdashery.
4: Bah! I've come to you tonight, man, on the anniversary of my death because you have lost what it means to be a comic book fan. Man of the worldly mind, I wear the chains I forged in life, the weight and length, of the strong coil you bear yourself. It was full as heavy and as long as this saving Christmases ago. You made your own creep tonight, man, and it will... Be your undoing, and because of this, you will be haunted by three spirits. Without their visits, you cannot hope to shun the path I tread. Expect that far soon.
2: Couldn't I take them all at once and have it over with Bob? No, man!
4: You deal with this shit as it happens. Now I got to go. Kirby is sparking up that good shit right now. With another wave of smoke
3: rushing into the room, Scrooge once again felt the need for Cheetos. <coughs> As he realized he had not dreamt the night's occurrence, this had happened. Chapter 2. The Man. When Scrooge awoke, it was so dark that the flickering light from the television blinded him more than radioactive material to the eyes. As he wrestled with the low light to find his remote, he came to a startling conclusion. What the hell? The TV isn't even on! What the hell?! As Scrooge's eyes began to adjust, they were met by a familiar face.
4: Hey there, true believer! Can you believe it's that time of year again, where merry marchers mingle in stores, perusing purchases and carelessly cross-contankerous clerks? The man? Are you the spirit, sir, whose coming was foretold to me? You betcha! I'm that grim-grinning ghost who's here now to show you about Christmas past. Like,
2: golden age past? Not
4: that far! We're looking at your past, kiddo.
3: Let's go for a walk. With that, the ghost reaches through the TV, pulling Scrooge through the screen. And together, they start to walk down a rainbow
4: road. Hey, you know I invented the word Yolner? Uh huh. I'm also bad with names, so I gave all my characters first and last names that start with the same letter. Uh huh. And then I thought, hey, why can't a teenager be a superhero? They're always the sidekick. Uh huh.
3: As Scrooge and the ghost made their way down the rainbow road up to Asgard, the jovial ghost takes pause and motions to a young boy off
4: the road in a distance. Take a look at that rotund child down there. Doesn't he look happy? He just got his first comic book. The Felcher and Snail Trail number 543? That's me! That was the first comic
2: book I ever got. I loved it! I read it over and over again, until I was able to get more.
4: And that you did. You amassed such a collection, it rivaled the amount of books that I wrote. It filled your heart and left your room with nothing else except for one thing. As Scrooge and the ghost continued down the
3: rainbow path, the man stopped once more to point into the distance. There
4: you are again, with your special lady friend, Sue Storm. You
2: mean... Abigail Fairweather?
4: That's the broad. I'm also bad with names, so I gave all my characters first and last names that start with the same letter. Ah, looks like you're about to give her something. Right as the words left the ghost's
3: mouth, past Scrooge presented fair Abigail with a gift.
4: Oh, my stars and garters! whatever could it be? I hope you cherish this as much as
2: I cherish you. Oh,
4: thank you, sugar. Oh, it's
2: one of your comic books. Yeah, it's Felcher and Snail Trail, number 543, The Curse of the Snowball. It's pretty much the best comic book ever written, better than anything by that hack
3: Stan Lee.
4: What? Okay, now I don't feel so bad about this next one. Come on, guy.
3: Oof! In a huff, Stan pulls Scrooge further down the rainbow road to the next memory of Christmas past.
4: Look here. Looks like it's been a year since the last Christmas and you're once again getting ready to exchange presents with your sweetheart, Betty Brant. Please, spirit, not this Christmas. Anything
2: but this Christmas.
4: Why, well, I do declare, I don't know if you like the present, but I know you love the wrapping.
2: Did you? Is that? Did you cup up issue 543 of the infamous Felcher and Snail Trail? for wrapping? Are you dense? Are you... Retarded. This is the goddamn Felcher and Snail Trail. Ugh!
3: Oh! And with the fury of a thousand burning suns, Scrooge threw the comic to the ground. Are you the ghost of Christmas past or a
2: spirit of vengeance? Take me from this place ghost. Now now
4: now. These are merely shadows of things that have happened. That they are what they are, don't blame me. With a frightful fury of fists,
3: Scrooge attacked the spectre of Stanley, only to discover that his fists contact nothing but pillows. What? My room? But what was all... Excelsior! Chapter 3. Fucking Tilt. As Scrooge concedes defeat to the pillow, in his mother's basement, he sees a strange light coming from the stairs. Mom, what did I tell you? Don't bother me. I'm tripping balls down here.
1: I'm not your mother. Even though I have given birth to countless creations,
3: or I have those...
1: Creation's given birth to me. I can't even tell. I'm tripping so many balls right now. I'm all hopped up on cheese balls Where the fuck were?
2: Holy crap, it's Captain Picard!
1: Nah, just wait. And with that, grab Morrison. Wait, hold on. I'll pull out my script. Tut-tut, and tut, Greg Morrison, Hunter's, all that shit. Ah, here I am. I'm the ghost of Christmas present. Hey, you're Scrooge. I say what? What the f- what a fucking hack. Dickens must have been mainline and Jankum. Alright, here it is. I'm Grant Morrison. I'm the next fucking ghost. And here we go. Let's go see some shit. It's happening tomorrow. But it's happening now because of a... The... Time is just a bunch of balls and doesn't exist. Now take this, you'll need it later. What's this? Morrison hands each just tilt. We're tearing the door off the frame later, and I can't have you unprepared. Alright, here we go. And with that, the two of us start to walk through me on air. Bloody freaking weird place it is. But oh, after a quick walk, here we are at the first scene for the Christmas present part of the podcast. Ah, uh, and look, it's the home of your clerk.
2: Nick Cage's house? I thought he lived in a box behind the store.
1: That's only when he's getting into
4: character. Which character? Uh, all of them. <sighs> look at the neckline on that costume. It's so high. This new trailer for Man of Steel SHIT! When I was Superman, it plunged to the depths of hell. Just like when I was the Ghost Rider. What is he doing? Why is he naked? He's lamenting. Movie rolls are past, present, and some that had no future. Ghost Riders sold so many more tickets than Tyler Perry's All My Daughters. UGH! They say I can't show emotion. Uh, Wicker Man? I went from scared, to intense, to bees
2: Why didn't you bring me here, spirit?
4: Hold on, hold.
2: Is he, is he stretching? I don't have
4: reins. I went from balling that chick to having a gunfight to driving angry.
2: Is he masturbating? Yes, but it's
1: out of fear.
2: Out of fear? I'm being visited by ghosts.
1: I'm not masturbating. Nobody should be afraid on Christmas. And I just brought you here for a peace. You brought me here for no reason? Hey, watch out, you're gonna trip on. Oh, I tripped on a present present for me? That's right, even the shite academy award when an actor understands the spirit of christmas. Well not me, I mean I am a spirit of christmas, but I'm not the spirit of christmas. The spirit of christmas is actually love plus caring multiplied by peacefulness raised right? to the power of joy and Sharon, and it's greater than yeah. or equal to happiness of yeah. your heart.
4: I love the He-Man She-Ra Christmas yeah. special.
1: Shucks, is that where I got that from?
4: He
3: Ding dong!
2: Hey, Nick Cage, Christmas I let myself in, hope you don't mind. I can part. see your dang, okay, <laughs> kind of proud of that. Oh, the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas, I love that. Look forward to the He-Man by James Robinson, uh, it should be on the shelves now. But Nick, I brought you a beer for the holidays. So here, let's have a sample of
4: that. Ah, shite, I'm gonna get in on this. Alright, guys, it's time for the, uh, the beer river portion of this thing. Uh,
0: we already discussed, it's, uh, what are we doing again?
2: It is, uh, I brought you a great beer. Hey, hold
1: on, mate, I'll talk about this one. I think this is the Monster Isle from Brooklyn. Uh, this is our 2012 version.
2: It's, uh, it should be heavy. It's a barley wine. It's a wine made from barley. I don't really get it.
1: shut up here. You know, it's not that too intense. It's got a good flavor for a barley wine.
4: There's nothing to this. It's like my role in Moonlighting.
2: I think there's a sweetness, (laughs) much like you can get when you read The Catwoman. But you definitely know it's going to hit you maybe later.
1: Very low on the carbonation.
4: It needs a little bit more pop, like my movie, National Treasure. (laughs) Um, he's just doing... That's he's, a fucking great movie! He's just doing you that. You Morrison! Because he
1: says it, and then he stares right ah. me. uh We had this earlier on the show, and uh, I think it was a lot better then. I think,
2: maybe, because it got, uh, warm, and now the bubbles have escaped, much like plot lines have escaped us when we went to the new 52.
4: I've been a big fan of it, Dan.
1: Well, thank you very much. I, I sold, sold my...
4: I sold my action comics for you guys.
1: I'm kind of sick I of it, so that's why that's I'm, why I'm, I'm going to be leaving. I'm working
4: on it right now at the store. I'm going to get them.
2: Grant Morrison's doing a bang-up job. I don't know what he's doing with that book, but it's great. I haven't, been, I haven't been
1: writing those books for years.
2: <laughs> but you have been. Your name is on it?
1: Nah, that's another nice different thing. I, have, I haven't been doing that forever. I stopped for Batman. Get it, Dan! He's
4: a ghost!
2: Oh, right. <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm going to drink this beer. <laughs> why, what, why can't I have
1: any? These are merely Shratos. I know you fucking clout, some, no. Now drink your fucking tilt. And as you finish with a swig...
0: I'M THE Felcher. SUCK IT, SNOWBALL!
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! Is that my
2: son? Oh, did I just throw up because of
4: space-time continuum? Was that your
1: son? Nah, you never slept with her, and you tossed it because of the tilt. You fucking amateur.
4: Well, come here, my little filter. <makes noise> <makes noise> that's my only weakness, Mom!
1: This kid doesn't know
2: shit about the filter.
1: I don't think anyone does. That comic book's a fucking joke.
4: Aren't you tired of playing that yet? No, no! the, the
2: filter is a man, man superhero. He, he sucks,
4: sucks up crime like, like a vacuum, vacuum of, of
3: justice.
4: <gasps> Why
2: would he know this?
1: He might not be your kid, but he received your Christmas present, eh? See what I did there? Because I'm a Christmas... I'm Christmas present, and this kid received that issue of, of Felcher and Snail Trail from Christmas years ago.
2: Number 543? The one that she destroyed?
1: Aye, the one she might have cut up a bit to use as wrapping for a signed copy. For you, the year you had your little hasty fits. Now, dance, you feel like a right prick. Now, finish your fucking tilt. And with that, Grant Morrison ascends to the narrator, as Scrooge downs the rest of his lifeblood of the fifth dimension, seen by the fourth dimension of space. You'd call it tilt. Now, what the fuck is happening? Alright, yes, I start to fade out and shake, And then that ghost of future present comes in. Okay, but you won't actually see me because I won't be here. But the listeners will hear me because I'm the narrator now. You should have called all that bit. So I fade. That was me fading. Smoke rolls in and there's a general feeling of dread washing over the stage.
2: What is this feeling of dread that has washed over me?
1: See, narrator. A dark figure materializes in the room. You're the last one, aren't
2: you? I'm exhausted. I was exhausted. (laughs) Let's go then.
1: As the dank basement fills heaven silently from around Scrooge and the horrendous spirit wrapped in black, they appear outside a dilapidated and abandoned S&M comics.
2: This isn't my shop spirit. This place is closing. Surely this is a different S&M comics. Look, there's no books in it at all. What's he doing here? Uh, thanks everyone for coming. I never expected such a large turnout. The
1: ocean like four people outside the star.
2: And as you've no doubt heard, in the wake of a business shakeup, we've decided to make S&M Comics the first of what we hope to be many all-digital comic book shops. Did this idiot turn it into an internet cafe? I know what you're thinking. Did this idiot turn it into an into a internet cafe? Well, it's not. There's going to be uh, statues and figurines... And all the Sinka you can drink. It literally costs me nothing. So this place has already started turning a profit. What was this big shake-up? Did Disney finally buy all of the comics?
1: That's right, you said it, Fiatra. There's good old
2: trusty Nick. He would never let anything like this happen. I will avenge you!
1: What the fuck? He just lit his bloody head on fire?
2: Uh, big thank you? to Nick Cage for coming out in character as Con Air.
1: No, he's National Treasure. What? He's Snake Eyes.
2: No, he's the
4: face-off.
2: I uh just want to offer my sincere condolences to the Nick Cage family. Uh, he really is a terrible actor.
4: There's just questionable choices.
2: Oh, fair Abigail. Surely she wouldn't let me down. Not like that hack Nick Cage. What? Who is she standing with?
1: Ah, that's just one of the many me's from throughout the infinite planes of the multiverse. Hey, look!
4: It's a Red Sox me! Hey, good for him! I'm sorry, hun. Looks like you'll never complete your filture collection now. I'm done with that, jizz-rag mom! I only read Grant Morrison comics now!
1: Eh, smart kid. I know, right? Hey, Red Sox, are you self-aware yet? Oh, almost. I had a run-in with those Mayan deities, so I'm close. Eh, just wait till you meet the aliens. It's wicked.
2: Ghost, this can't be all. Show me what else is out there.
1: Thanks to the pleading of Scrooge, we arrive in our final scene of the future part, which of course is the graveyard. What?
2: Wait, why are we here? We've already seen everyone I know. What's over there? Okay, no need to be a dick about it.
1: Yeah, he was being rather dickish.
2: But this grave has my name on it. And the year? What? I couldn't have died so soon? Tell me, Spirit. There must be something to wash away this name. Spirit, I got to know!
1: Stop being a dick.
2: Ah, what? My room? But that means I need to see. Up the
4: stairs! Boy! What day is it? Boy, I'm your mother. There's no time, boy! What day is it? Well, it's Christmas Day. Then I still have time! Boy! To the Batmobile! Don't forget your coat, dear. One stop first. Hello? Why, hello, boy. Ah, uh, sorry, I'm not at the store. I, I know I asked for it off, but uh, do you want me to go in still? No, I stopped by to say this,
2: and to say this for you. And *Season of the Witch* is by far your best movie. And wait until you hear the plans I have.
1: Chapter Four:
3: Spirits of the Season.
1: Say, spirits. Here we are, three months later. The star is packed. Sales are up. And he's even getting along with
4: Don and Nick. I don't fucking know you twenty quid. Just like Peter Parker, Scrooge has learned that with great power comes great responsibility, and he became a changed man. Oh my goodness, Scrooge! Thank you so much for all those comics for the boy. He does adore that Felcher. Don't we all? So what are you doing with all this money that you're bringing in now? Oh,
2: do I have plans for that?
4: Oh shit. It's you, man. Get him, Ray. Pew pew pew.
1: Fucking scatter, mate! it's the fuzz.
4: Good.
2: Now everyone get the fuck out of my store.
0: And scene. <laughs> and
2: show. And that's
0: 6 days to write. 6 days to write that. <laughs> like 9 pages of gold. <laughs> I
2: think we're at we hit 12. That was a good 25 minutes of podcasting hey. fun.
0: It was a great 25 minutes <laughs> podcasting fun.
2: That's more than you get in a... Well, that's about a half-hour worth of uh, broadcasting time. Yeah. I don't know where commercial breaks would fall in, but this,
0: we don't do that. We, you know what, where do you is, put our breaks in? Yeah, this is something that we just have fun with. Uh, we hope you enjoy it, but if you don't, it's more for us than anything. Yep. I just uh, don't know what voices I can do next year. I've completely <laughs> exhausted my bank. I've
1: done my... My Scotsman is an Irishman, so... I don't know, I could actually learn how to do a Scotchman oh accent.
4: Yeah. Ghostbusters!
0: <laughs> Such a great song.
2: <laughs> and a great Christmas movie.
0: <laughs> it really is. It falls into the category of Christmas movie. It does. We should have watched that.
1: It takes at place at Christmas, Christmas time.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad I still have some of this left. Because voices Well, the hurt. second one.
1: I just finished that barley wine. I remember we had this and we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just a bad bottle
0: or... I don't know, it could just it be like Dan DiDio said, it warmed up and then cooled off and up. Then warmed up.
1: Because, yeah. I don't
2: know. It's great to have all those people here, though, to do those.
0: I know. It was very nice of them to sit in. I'm just sad I didn't get to have any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage drank all of it. Um Paul, John and I came up with the idea for Barley Wine Month mm-hmm. uh because we've been doing you know special months where we drink all one thing, Oktoberfest, holiday beers. You're not I'm a Barley yes. Wine fan. That's true. What did you think of this one?
2: It was okay. It wasn't heavy, but I only had a third of a glass. So that might be one of the reasons, because barley wines, they sit in my stomach so heavy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: and They're a heavy beer. They're a heavy, high-alcohol beer, too. So, But uh, I, I have a barley wine for next week.
4: So I'm
0: looking forward to that one. Are you doing it next Cause
2: this yeah, is week? Yeah, because you went twice in oh, a that's row, right. so yeah. I have to cover your week. you got to cover one of mine. Which is this one.
0: I'm glad I waited till barley wine. This 10.1 yeah.
4: percent, damn.
2: Yeah, the next week we have an 11.5 <laughs> percent.
4: Which is, it's, I'm which glad we're time. doing it at night. I'm,
0: I'm
2: looking <laughs> yeah. forward to that
1: one. Mm-hmm. We should have a big dinner beforehand.
2: Yeah. Well we had a big breakfast before this one, so uh, we hope you like it. We really do wish you the best holiday season you can have, and hopefully this adds to it. We
0: hope we this brightened up your day a little bit, and you listen to it as you're going to. The holiday festivities with your family. Hopefully there's no small children with you.
2: Uh, uh yeah, because you don't want to try to explain what a feltcher is. Yes.
0: Like, like we had to do to Paul after he said it. <laughs>
1: he said it, and we were like, what? I don't think you know what if, that means. If I you, know. if you don't know.
0: It sounds urban, like something herb, that steals people. Urban dictionary. That, people, that's yeah. all I'll say. And then all those Actually, references Ur- we make.
1: Urban Ur- 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 dictionary the whole time, <laughs> the whole title of that comic book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, we have fun. And hopefully you have fun when you listen to this.
2: Yeah. And, uh, if you do have fun, if you enjoy it, or even if you don't and you want to leave us a review over on iTunes, uh, be like our friend Riot71, uh, who just left us a new review. Thank you,
1: Riot71. Uh,
2: over on the iTunes. Like rating review.
1: Find us on the Facebook, where we love to hear different things from our listeners. We, uh, we just got a uh, recommendation for a new trade and policy from Steve. Mm-hmm. And
2: over on Twitter, at Begnum Board, you can also give us your recommendations. We have another trade and policy recommendation over there as well. So, look forward to that. Or
0: you can months. always just hit us up over at our email, contact at com, or feel free to email us individually, Chris, John, or Paul at com. We like getting emails. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't, don't do me, cause I...
0: Exactly. I'll, I check yours every once in a while. Don't, you? don't worry, you haven't gotten anything hey! ever. all right. Good. No, you got one thing from, uh, from Aaron, Aaron from Confessions of a Movie that Snob.
1: He, that he not only <laughs> mass sent to all of us, but he also sent to my, my phone and to my, my normal email.
2: He just really wanted to make sure you got that message. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, hey, uh, hopefully you guys have a Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll be seeing you after the holiday's over.
2: Yeah, we're we're going to be bringing you probably our most liked and listened to podcasts. our look backs for the year, our look forwards to the year, uh, to uh 2013.
1: And we have one more week to seal that death pool list. I know,
2: right now I'm in lead.
0: On Iron Sheik.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Not John
0: Lithgow, he can stick around. Yeah. That was a pick on the fly, just need to throw out a name.
2: We want to say Merry Christmas all together?
0: One,
1: two,
2: three. Merry Christmas!